Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Trucker Podcast. Current events, local world news, and trending. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Welcome to the show. Sunday morning at 9 a.m., May the 23rd. Thank you for joining me. gentlemen thank you for joining me this fine sunday morning here in canada and around the world beautiful day out today it's going to be another fine day here in southern ontario nice warm temperatures people getting outside doing those safe outdoor activities that we should have been doing all along, people back out to play golf. People can go play tennis. People can go use the, the basketball courts. They can go use the soccer fields and kick the ball around. The splash pads are open for the kids so they can get outside and play. Now, what's really great right now I feel that it is that 50% of Canadians have now received at least one COVID-19 vaccine dose. We're moving along here, which I think is great. So half the Canadian population has now received at least one dose of the vaccine to protect against the COVID-19 disease. We hit this milestone yesterday on Saturday. Twenty million three hundred twenty-eight thousand nine hundred eighty-four doses have been approved. Of the approved COVID nineteen vaccines, have now been administered. That means fifty point zero one percent of the population has now received at least one shot. You know, and this news comes after five months after the first vaccination has administered or were administered in Canada. <clears throat> and how we're able to achieve this was that we're doing the single dose in order to get more needles into the arms. And we started doing this back in March. We're the only country in the world that started to do that. With the population of 37.7 million people, might as well say 38 million people, currently those age 12 and up are now eligible to receive the novel coronavirus vaccine. And according to the world world and data, just over 4% of Canadians are fully vaccinated, meaning they have received two doses of the shot. And on April the 13th, Canada hit the milestone with 20% of the population had received at least one of the, at least one shot. We want to get it up to about 70%, maybe even 75% and about 20% of people being fully vaccinated. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug from Ontario, Canada. So here we are out here this is our long our long weekend here across canada statutory holiday victoria day is the official holiday tomorrow with the outdoor amenities safe outdoor amenities um, allowed to open up this weekend which is a a really good thing but 
just to point out here, we are still in that stay, stay at home order. You know, these, these, these restrictions, you know, are on until June the 2nd. And that's depending on where we are with the case counts. The Ford government announced the other day that they're going to have a three-step plan for reopening the economy. And each step will run 21 days. And then hopefully by September, you know, we can be, we can be uh, fully opened. But right now, you know, 50% of Canada's population has now um, at least, at least had, had received the one dose regiment of the uh, Pfizer, uh, Moderna, Exoxenica. Now, saying that, you know, people who received their first doses now, you know, um, we're going to be waiting, you know, up to 16 weeks for their second dose. So we can get more needles into the arms of Canadians. Now, see back in March, March 19th to be exact, I became eligible for the first shot of the Pfizer because I'm an essential caregiver to family members. And not long after that, they announced that they are going to implement the one dose regiment up to 16 weeks. So at the time I fell into that. So that means June the 19th would be my second shot, which I was fine with that. I was absolutely fine with that because they want to get more needles into the arms. Now, I was just, you know, I was reading a, a, a uh, article um, this morning when I got up with my coffee and um, I, I found it, um, I found it uh, really, really shameful. Now, it had to be You know, because of this one dose regimen, what, what we're doing, you know, so people, you know, after uh, the ones who received their, their vaccine, like I received my first shot like three months ago, three months ago. So people here, Canadians here in Ontario are seeking vaccine second doses. They're urged to be patient following reports of abuse and bullying. Now, this is just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, who do these people think they are? First off. So what they're doing, basically, is that they'll, they'll call up the vaccine clinics, you know, say after the 28 days, And not only are they being disrespectful and ignorant and rude, they're demanding that they get their second shot. Now, they think for one second that that's going to happen because when, when you call the clinics for your appointments, the men and women that are working at these clinics are volunteers. They're not the doctors giving out the, out the shots. 
They're the volunteers taking down your information, booking your appointment for you. And yet you got to call them up and start being ignorant and, 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 and being disrespectful. I mean, where do people get off? And I was reading this this morning and I'm sitting here, you know, and I'm sitting here uh, drinking my coffee and then I'm thinking, you know what? I'm really not too surprised that people would actually do that because they just, you know, people that do that, they, you know, they think that their shit don't stink. They think they're better than everybody else. And they think they can jump the queue. They think they can jump to the front of the line. You know, those type of people. They can just walk up there and butt in front of everybody and don't give a shit. See, I'm the type of individual that will stand there and say something. And if the individual individual didn't like it, well, too bad. Because you will be going to the back of the line. Now, when you're calling up somebody and you're being abusive to the the clinical staff, trying to bully their way into their second doses, even though they are not yet eligible. I mean, it's not like you can just show up there and say, oh, I want my second shot. You've got your papers and you give them your information. They know when you got your first shot. You're not going to get in. You're not going to get your second dose. Now, the government has turned around and said, as more and more vaccines arrive here in Canada, and if, this, and if, the, if the supply um, uh, is, is more than the uh, demand, then, yeah, they may move it up that you could, you could get your second dose earlier than 16 weeks. But right now, we're not there yet. And even people who receive the Moderna shots, right now, there is a back order on Moderna. Right? There isn't going to be any mixing of any vaccines. Plain and simple. So you're not saying, oh, I, I got the Moderna, you know, a month ago. Since there isn't going to be any supply of that, I want this. You're not going to get it. Plain and simple. You're going to be waiting for your second shot. You're going to be waiting up to 16 weeks. You know, this is not, you know what, this is not how you treat anyone. Nobody. Now, the people who are answering the phone lines and booking your appointments, you know, are, are you know, these clinics are, are, are working around the clock. They got shift work. And do you think somebody who's working there, who's doing the night shift, is going to actually sit there and listen to you bitch, whine, and complain that you want your second dose? I'd be hanging that phone up just as fast as the words were coming out of your mouth. And like I said, you know, it's been challenging for the staff. These people are, are, are volunteers. They've taken their time out of their day, afternoon, night, evening, or whatever the case may be to answer that phone book your appointment for you or answer any questions you may have. And if they can't answer the questions, they'll find the answer for you. And it's, you know, it's, it's challenging right now. I mean, the, you know, with the logistics, you know, getting getting the vaccines here, getting them ready to go into the arms. 
You know, I'm a patient guy. Like I said, I got my first shot March the 19th. I'm not eligible until June the 19th. That is my next schedule appointment. Now, I was looking at another article this morning saying that essential caregivers, healthcare workers, frontline workers can actually make their second appointment right now for their second dose. Who had received it back in March? Well, I'm, my, my appointment is already made. I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to jump the queue. I'm going to wait till June the 19th for my second shot. So more people can get the vaccine. We can vaccine kids 12 years, 12 years of age and up right now. So let's get these kids vaccinated. Let's get their parents out there and get them vaccinated because any 12 year old living in the household, obviously the family is eligible for the vaccine. And then you have these morons calling in, demanding and being abusive and ignorant because they're demanding their second shot. That's appalling, ladies and gentlemen. You know, isn't isn't it known isn't it known out there that Canadians are the are the politest people on the planet? We're always saying thank you, excuse me, pardon me, I'm sorry. You know, isn't that the, the Canadian way? Isn't that how you heard about Canadians? But you know, there's always that small percentage of individuals probably doesn't matter where you live, are going to be this way. And then people think, well, what, can all Canadians like that? No, we're not. So I say to my fellow Canadians and I say to my fellow Ontarians, be patient. You know, and last month, our premier of Ontario, you know, he wants a second dose summer. So he says, as the supply increases, he says, we're going to work our butts off to get a two dose summer. That's not going to happen. We're lucky to have a one-dose summer. We can all consider consider ourselves lucky that we even have a vaccine. Now, we're hoping that, you know, these are isolated incidents and it doesn't continue. Because it's not going to be tolerated. Now put yourself on the other end of the phone. How are you going to react and how are you going to respond? To somebody who's, who's basically talking down to you as though you're nobody. How would that make you, you know, how, how, how would, you know... How is that, how's that going to make you feel? Put yourself on the end of that line. I certainly won't tolerate it. Now, the people working at any site, 
you know, they, you know, wants to tell, doesn't want to tell anybody no to a vaccine, but however, frontline staff who have no say in the policy to go against directives is not helpful. Uh, they can't go against the directives. They can't go against policy. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario. Now, they can't, you know, they don't have the authority to, to, to change your appointment. They're volunteers. Now, see, back in March, this is when the province adopted a guidance from the National Advisory Committee on Immunization that prolonged the intervals between the first and second doses of up to 16 weeks instead of the 21 to 28 days recommended by the vaccine manufacturers. The government said it was done to accelerate the vaccine rollout, but with increased vaccine supply, many have been wondering if that interval can be shortened and they've talked about it. But even though with the vaccines that are coming in, it just can't be shortened just yet. Because now we got a backlog of Moderna. They're having some logistical problems. If it isn't Moderna having some problems, it's Pfizer having some problems. Pfizer had problems right from the get-go. To meet the supply and demand, they had an upgrade, a facility in Europe. So it put countries like Canada and other countries around the world behind. Now, we'll see if if something like like this can be shortened, you know, maybe from 16 weeks down to 12 weeks as more vaccines start pouring in and have to wait to see. Now, like I said earlier, the Premier of Ontario said he wants to have a two-dose summer. And if we get the supply, we will work our backs off, he said, for a two-dose summer instead of a, a one-dose summer. Right now, it's not looking like a two-dose summer. Hey, how are you? Thank you for joining me. Now, I just like I said, I say to my fellow Canadians and I, and I say to my fellow Ontarians, you know, we need to be patient. Nobody is better than anybody else. If you got your vaccine a month ago, then you need to wait your 16 weeks. I'm waiting my 16 weeks, which will be June the 19th, will be when I will get my second dose. I am doing fine, thank you. I'm glad you're doing great too. That's fantastic. So, you know, as you're coming out here and joining me, I was talking about um, um, people um, calling up the vaccine clinics and uh, being um, verbally abusive and trying to bullying their way into their second doses when these individuals are volunteers. And whether they're volunteers or whether they're the, the, uh, the doctors, there's no excuse for it. It's ignorant and it's uncalled for. I don't know where people get off thinking that they're better than anybody else. I don't know where people think they get off that they can jump the queue. That's absolutely ridiculous. That's appalling. And like I said, put yourself on the end of that line. How are you going to feel about it? These volunteers, some of these 24-hour clinics... 
So they're going to have shift work. You think somebody working a night shift wants to hear somebody going off with their mouth? Thinking somehow they're, they're, they're like, I don't know who they think they are. You know, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, going through life, you know, I'm in my late fifties and I was, I was taught growing up to, um, respect, show respect to others, show respect to your elders. That's how I was raised. And to be patient. So my father was a very patient man. My mother, well, sometimes she wasn't so patient. You know, it, you know, with, with my mom, it was like, um, it wasn't time out. It was time's up. So like, you know, carrying things through life, growing up and what you were taught, you know, is, is part of who you're going to be. We weren't, we weren't born to be bullies. We weren't born to be abusive. We weren't born to be racist. Right? You're taught. Maybe it's monkey see, monkey do. Growing up, you see how, how your parents act. If they act a certain way, you think it's okay to be like that. That's what you know. That's what you've learned. But sooner or later, you're going to find out you, you don't get very far. If you're going to be that abusive person, you're going to be that ignorant person. You're going to be that disrespectful person. Now, of course, you know, again, here in Canada, we are going to experience a shortage of vaccines from the Moderna production. And that was the same with the Pfizer. When the vaccines started to, to roll out when Pfizer, like I said, they had to upgrade a facility in Europe. But Pfizer right now is meeting their commitment. And the other thing that is going on right now are, is people, they're vaccine shopping. Meaning that they call up the clinic, say, oh, what vaccine do you have available today? Well, we have the Pfizer and we have the Moderna. Well, I want the Pfizer. Well, today's Moderna. Now, the you know, the Moderna and the in the Pfizer. Um, they are um, pretty close. I mean, the two top vaccines. You know. So Moderna, Moderna and Pfizer are like a Mercedes or a BMW. You don't turn down a Mercedes and you don't turn down a BMW. If someone's going to offer you either one or well, they're both pretty great cars, right? 
So if you're calling up booking your appointment, you know, the thing, the thing of it is when you're going to these uh, other um, vaccine um, portals, now they may just have the Moderna. Other clinics, like the major clinic, we one of the major clinics we have here in the city, um, generally, um, you know, is, is, is the Pfizer. Now the Pfizer is going to be given to 12 years old and up because that's when the study was done on, on kids was Pfizer. And I think that's great that, that 12 and up now are eligible for the vaccine. So I, I can't understand people's concerns when some people find out they're scheduled to get the Moderna shot that they may cancel and hope that they can rebook for a, a dose of the Pfizer. Now, the important thing here, what needs to happen for all of us to recover from the pandemic is for people to get vaccinated at the first opportunity, meaning Pfizer or Moderna. You know, it's either the Lamborghini or the McLaren. You know, which one are you going to take? Right now, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have time. We don't have time for shopping around for a vaccine. We really don't. And if you can get an appointment and then you find out, oh, it's not going to be the Pfizer. I'm going to re, you know, I'm going to find another place for the Pfizer. It's going to prolong you getting vaccinated. The vaccine sites fill up pretty quick. You know, the doctor this medical officer of health. She's reminding the public that the science be behind how Moderna and Pfizer vaccines work to stop the COVID-19 infections is almost identical. It is their two dose effectiveness, 94 and 95% per respectively. Can't get you can't get any better than that. Moderna ninety four percent, Pfizer ninety five percent. When you're fully vaccinated with both shots, people are waiting to get vaccinated. Then you have people who are shopping for a vaccine. Take what you can get. You know, then they're, they're, then they're being asked about why there's less talk about Moderna compared to the Pfizer and the AstraZeneca. It comes down to supply not effectiveness. The studies tend to focus on the Pfizer because the vaccines are available in greater supply in the first half of the year. 
and that it would end uh, um, that it would well you know if seen more studies including the moderna but You know, it's, it's like if, if people found out the AstraZeneca was available at that site, they will turn around and, and shop someplace else, try to find the Pfizer or the Moderna. Oh, come on. Not again today. It's too early. It's too early for this. It's always too early for this. No COVID-19 vaccines are good at all. They are proving to kill more people every day. DNA altering to your homework, to my homework. Children are dying, causing major, uh, major auto disorders. God, this is, this is too early for me, man. Like, come on, give me a break. I mean, Get off of those those conspiracy theory sites. Stay off of them. Don't go on them. Don't read them. It's not good for you. Don't read the conspiracy theories. Do your fact checking. I'm still here. I've had my shot. I've had my shot already. I'm still here. I'm 58 years old. I'm going to get my second dose in a month. And I'm going to still be here. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to I got to wake I got to wake up here like, oh, my God, man. It's like, you know, this is like deja vu. This is just like de deja vu. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, those are just fake news. I know, I know it is, nature lover. I know it is. She's killing me here. She's killing me. I pray for people to wake up. I pray you are all right, especially after your second, your second, your second death dose. <laughs> Oh my God! You you know what? You gotta you gotta come on my show more often because you just make me laugh. You really do, man. You just oh my God! You just make me laugh. You know? Oh my God! I should do an evening show. You should come back on the show in the evening there, and I can have some. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing. I'll, I'll be laughing absolutely. Yepper. I'll be laughing and dancing in the streets and partying with the rest of the world when all this is over with. It's going to be the biggest party that anybody's ever seen in their entire life. Right? Yeah. You know what? That is absolutely true in, 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 in countries. And, and, and like you're saying in your country, people in your country are dying due to this, due, uh, the vaccine shortage. We have vaccine shortages here in Canada. Again, we're going to be shorted by Moderna. But as soon as they get the backlog all, all, all corrected, then all those vaccines are going to be pouring out again. So, and, you know, and that's why, you know, um, you know, people want to get vaccinated as quick as they possibly can. And when, when I was talking about people being, um, being, um, calling up the, uh, the, um, the, uh, vaccine sites to, um, uh, demand that they get their second shot and being rude and, and trying to bully their way to get their second dose when they're not eligible for it. Oh my God, it's, it's what is never too early to sabotage people's lives, really, honestly. 
Honestly, I don't think so. Where is my proof that the injections is so amazing that you that you are open minded to 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 do your homework on your info that you have? Well, with the vaccines rolling out um, within, you know, how many people um, have been uh, vaccinated? See, right now we have 15, we have 15 million people that live here in Ontario, Canada. Well, a little more than that, a little more than 15 million, you know, so almost, almost half the population uh, of Canada. Now, in, in the past... Oh, about six weeks, we had seen cases about 5,000 cases a day. And with these vaccines rolling out and getting into the arms of individuals, we are now down to about 1,800 a day. So these vaccines are working. That's a dramatic drop from 5,000 cases per day down to 1,800 and falling. Now, here's something for you. Do we even have a flu season this year? I don't recall because everybody was wearing a mask. Where am I getting my information? Let's see. Uh, CBC News, CTV News, CFPL News here in Canada. Um, uh, Dr. Bogoff, which is a disease infection doctor's. Fake news, how's that fake news? Donald Trump is fake news. NBC is fake news. CNN is the best news. You know, you're listening to the Donald Trump news. Right, that's who, that's who you're listening to. You know, what, what, channel, what channel is that Donald Trump news on? You know, I got to check that channel out. Donald, the Donald Trump news, fake news. Listen, listen to the fake news. Just turn the radio on to Donald Trump. Get all the fake news that you want. You'll never get enough of fake news listening to Donald Trump. I'll tell you that. You get your information from the disease and infection doctors. These people who went to went to who went to university for years and years and years to study disease and, and infections, the Donald Trump fake news. They don't have any education. They don't have any 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 medication or any education in, in science. See Donald Trump. See, he's the kind of guy. You know, when he's standing up there in front of the media and, and saying, oh, how can we inject, you know, uh, household cleaning products into us that's going to stamp out the, out, out the virus? You know, how are we going to get that, that blue or that blue or black light in our bodies? I'll tell you how you can get that black light in your body. Well, you know what? That's great. That's absolutely great that you're outside working for the Lord every day. That's wonderful. But make sure you got your facts straight. Right? Of course he did. Absolutely he did. 
We're not here by accident. We're here for a reason. Right? But fact check. Do fact checking. Stay away from that Donald Trump fake news. Or any fake news. Any fake any fake site, any misleading information. Don't fall into that trap. It's important not to fall into that trap. It really is. Well, you know, by, by saying some of the things that you were saying along here, that's not helping. Hun really isn't helping. Vaccines save lives, whether it's for the COVID-19 or whether it's for the flu or whether it's for um, polio or any other things. Vaccines work. You really need to start looking at the real information. Yeah, we have. We we, we had. I mean, I have had all the all growing up. You know, growing up, I had the measles. I had the mumps. I had the chicken pox. Right. And then get vaccinated. For all those things. As an adult, I've had shingles, which is the adult form of the chicken pox. And get vaccinated for those things. Now, just like the flu shot or any, or, you know, you know, you can still get the flu, but you're not going to have the severe symptoms potentially if you didn't get the flu shot. It's just like these vaccines for COVID-19. It's not 100% effective. Maybe someday it will be. But it's better than nothing. So please, 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 ladies and gentlemen, fact check your stuff. That's what you need to do. Don't just listen to people who are not educated in disease and infections. You know, it's like the difference, you know, Saying that heart surgery is no good for you. And we just have some amateur, you know, do a bypass on you. So you wonder why people are ready to take other vaccines in med in medicines but not vaccines only for COVID. I don't really know. I don't know. I get the flu shot every single year. I did get the first shot of the COVID shot. I don't know why. I don't know why people 
are like that. I, I, I don't know. I guess they just have their their own way of thinking, I guess. I have no idea. I mean, there's I mean, there's people out there who are just totally against vaccines altogether and they won't get their kids vaccinated. They they've never been vaccinated for anything. Right? So I mean, I don't know why people do that. I have no idea. So, you know, when it comes to when it comes to chicken pox, you know, every parent wants their kid to get it. And the neighbor kids got the chicken pox, you send your kids over there to get the chicken pox. You know, get it over, get it over and done with. You know, even though, you know, it's another thing, you know, even though you get vaccinated for something, you know, it's not, you know, it's not a hundred percent. You know, life is not a hundred percent guaranteed. You know, the dangers that we face every single day when we walk out that door. One of the most dangerous things you're going to do in your lifetime is drive. Another dangerous thing that you're going to do in your lifetime is that you're going to cross the street. There's a lot of things around the corner that we don't even know. You wake up one day and then the next you're six feet under. Right? And you're from India and, and you know the value of getting the value of getting vaccinated. I know the value of getting vaccinated too. Nobody likes these these shutdowns. Nobody likes these lockdowns. Nobody likes these stay-at-home orders. Businesses shuttered. Financially, mentally, it's draining. It really is. We all have COVID fatigue. It's frustrating, it really is. But the sooner we get these shots in the arms, the better off we're gonna be. If you're gonna go outside and play, Do it safely. Now, I'm a sports kind of guy. You know, I like my hockey here in Canada. And, you know, with the playoffs going on in the National Hockey League, with fans in the stands in the United States, because a lot more people, you know, in the States are, are being vaccinated and stuff like that. And I think, and I think that's great. I think that's great because, you know, the, the NHL, um, I find, uh, you know, is responsible. And if there's going to be any problems, you know, um, they're going to get right on it and they're going to report it, you know, because there's nothing, there's nothing like taking in a live event whether it's a sporting event, a concert event, you know, we are going to get there. And if it works out really well, what's going on in the United States with fans in the stands, I think that's really awesome. I really do. We're going to try it here. In Canada, we're going to try it here in Montreal, Quebec, with fans in the stands. And they're looking at about 2,800. 
So I'm going to start small. And that's hockey. That's the, the, the NHL. Now, hopefully, you know, that happens and, and then we can, you know, go from there and we can in, in increase it. Right. So, you know, people. Things are going to get better. They really are. Thank you for joining me as more people coming out here. Dr. Tenpenny. It sounds like out of a movie kind of doctor. Does that mean like Dr. Transparency or something? I don't know. Dr. Phil. Yes, all about this injection. So what conspiracy theory site did you find that on? No, she's, she's, she's certified. I bet she is certified. She's probably certifiable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just somebody else with a white coat on calling themselves a doctor like Dr. Phil. Quit being closed minded. Holy cow, man. You know what? If I had, if I had gone through life with my mind closed, you know, it's a good thing. You know, see, I'm open-minded. You know, I am. I'm an open-minded individual. If I, if I close my mind to the world, I'd be in a whole lot of trouble. Even though I do get myself into trouble. Not legal trouble, just trouble. Well, your true, your real true fact checking is not really true fact checking. Really isn't. You're fact checking the you're 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 fact checking the the conspiracy theory sites. Sorry to tell you that. I don't want to sound mean or anything. I hope I'm not sounding mean, you know. Right? See, I get my information from the disease in the infectious doctors. You know, she sounds Dr. Tenpenny. Sounds like a like a doctor out of the James Bond movie or something. Dr. Tenpenny. Dr. Tenpenny's. Dr. Two Cents. I don't know. So, you know, I don't know. I really don't. You know what? It's a, is it a, is it a her or a he? Dr. Tenpenny. Male, female, doesn't matter. But I'll tell you what, when I'm done my show, you triple dare me, you triple dare me to check her out. How about, how about triple dog dare me? I triple dog dare you to check it out. 
right? I'll tell you what. I tell you what. I'll Google Dr. Tenpenny. And then what's today? Sunday? Uh, da, 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 da. Monday um, will be um, 9 p.m. Okay. So at least gives me, it gives me today and part of tomorrow to look at it and then form my own opinion. Okay. You got, you got, you got, let me form my own opinion. And then tomorrow at 9 p.m. Okay. And then tomorrow at 9 p.m. Then you'll have, then you'll find out what I have to say about it. All right. Fair enough. I think that's fair enough. Okay. I'll do that. Okay. Dr. Ten Penny. All righty then. That's what I'll do. I'll look it up at some point in time today because after this show, I'm going to go out and get some, some fresh air. And then I will do that. Oh, Dr. Dr. Lee Merritt as well. So Dr. Tenpenny. Okay. Dr. Tenpenny and Dr. Lee Merritt. Okay. Alrighty. I'll look at I'll look at I'll look at both of them and and see what they're all about. And then tomorrow night at 9 p.m. you come back out on my show. Okay? All right. That's a deal. Oh, missed you. I was like, had the microphone, microphone's kind of right, right in front of my face here. And I kind of, kind of move it around a little bit so I can see the monitor that I have the show up on and then my laptop over to the right of me. So tomorrow at 9 p.m. Hey, listen. When I come back, oh, that's okay if you pushed it by accident, but you can call in, you know, anybody can call in and talk to me as long as you are being respectful. Okay. And I, and, and I mean that. All right. So. Yeah, I will look at at um, at Dr. Lee Merritt and Dr. Tenpenny. So, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me this fine Sunday morning. Yeah, that's okay. You know, I, you know, I'm still new to this technology too. You know, when I was a kid, we didn't have any of this stuff, right? We didn't have any of this stuff. We didn't have technology when I was a kid. There was no computers. There was no cell phones. You know, I grew up in the 60s. You know, it wasn't until 80s or something like that, the first computer came out. You know? And then the cell phones and all this technology and all this stuff. You know, it's technology is moving at, at the speed of light. I can't even, I can't even keep up to it. Yeah. So, well, thank you that it was worth listening to me. You know, I appreciate that. And um, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, I come out here and, you know, I just, uh, I tell you what's going on. You know, I tell you what's going on here in Canada.
because this is the country that I live in. And I think it's important that, you know, people, you know, hear what's going on um, this side of the world. You know, if you're not familiar with Canada, you know, and, and the people, you know, Canadians, Canadians, eh? So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your day or evening, depending on what time it is, where you are in the world here today. It is 10 after 10 in the morning where I'm sitting. So I will be back out tomorrow at 9 p.m. Take care. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. Have a great weekend, everybody. Be safe. And thank you.